What's up, intoxicators? I know it's been a little while, but welcome to another episode of The Spontaneous Alcoholic. Let's get right to it. This show is absolute trash. I kind of like it, Rick. Uh, of course you do. So guys, I have a big announcement to tell you. Me, as the host of The Spontaneous Alcoholic, I'm giving up alcohol. Forever. Nah, I'm just kidding. I'm doing 75 days, no alcohol, no booze. But in the meantime, we're gonna try and keep these episodes as interesting as possible. We'll innovate as much as we can. So the way this episode is gonna go is I had a little challenge on my Instagram of people telling their drunk stories. And the winner of those stories, I'm gonna have them on Zoom and we're gonna talk to them and they're gonna explain a little bit more about their story. We're gonna go into detail on each story. So, with that being said, let me tell my drunk story. I was in Iowa, my first year of college. Me and my friends were at this party. We got hungry. So we decided to go to McDonald's to get something to eat. My friend said, hey, I brought my truck, but I can't drive, I'm drunk. So my other friend goes, it's all good, I'm, I can drive. But he's had a few beers, right? So we DUI him. We go to McDonald's. On the way back to the party, we get pulled over by the cops. Cop pulls us over, asks everybody to get out of the truck. My friend starts freaking out because he's like, hey dude, there's a shotgun underneath my back seat. And I just look at him like, are you fucking stupid? So right then and there, I thought we were all going to jail. Cop takes out the shotgun, checks it out, takes it out of the case. Uh, and me thinking in my head, I'm like, we're going to jail, we're going to jail, we're gonna be in jail for a long time. So the cop puts it back in the case, puts it back under his seat, and I was like, uh, are we good? And he's like, yeah, this is perfectly legal, everything's legal about the shotgun, you guys are good. But your friend that was driving, we gotta take him to jail. He failed his DUI, what is it called? Like a DUI field test? Or yeah, he like failed that? the test, know. so they took my friend to jail and, uh, and they told us to sleep in the car. It was cold as fuck. Just wait till the morning until we can drive back to our dorms or whatever. And uh, I was like, fuck that. I ain't stay here. So I got out of the truck, started walking home, and I didn't know where the fuck I was. And I was cold as fuck, no sweater. Uh, There's snow everywhere. It wasn't snowing, but it was cold. And I had to find my way back to the dorm. Uh, so I was walking, walking, walking. I finally see the post office and I, I'm familiar with, with where it was. So I got a little excited, but it was still like a mile or two away from my dorm room. So that's my drunk story. I, I walked back home in the cold and uh, almost got arrested for having a shotgun in my friend's car. That's it. That is weak. That is not weak. <laughs> Okay, so the first winner of the Drunk Stories contest is George Pena. We're gonna give him a, a Zoom call right now. What's up? You hear yeah. me? Yeah. How's it going, man? Good, bro, how are you? Good, good, I see you're sitting on the throne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking uh, my business partners are like, this is uh, my mom's castle. Nice. Yeah. How you feeling? Good, man. Um, freaking, I feel like I'm losing weight, so I'm looking better. That's good. Uh, I'm feeling good, yeah. So, yeah, yeah man, uh, today's probably one of my best days. That's good. Yeah, to all the listeners, uh, George got corona. 
Yeah, man, that shit sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> so, you're one of the winners of the drunk stories on my IG uh, competition, you want to call it. Before you get into detail about, about that story, I wanted you to talk about your background. Yeah, so um, I run my own uh, CBD business right now. It's called OrganicaWellness.com. I have topicals, tinctures, gummies, soft gels that kind of help you relax and uh, recover. I was born and raised in San Diego. One of my buddies mentioned about cannabis. I was just working a regular job six years ago. He pitched it to me like, hey, cannabis is the future. Yeah. And he knew I didn't know anything about cannabis. And I was like, really? And then like, he just uh, gave me the opportunity. And what I did, I never lived anywhere in my whole life. I thought I was going to work for the federal government, do border patrol or something. And then next thing you know, dropped everything and moved to Sacramento and never looked back. Damn, that's crazy. That's a big risk, huh? Especially like a new industry like that. Yeah, and um, because this was during uh, Prop 215. So like there was medical cannabis. Yeah. So we were doing that. And this was before... um, recreational cannabis so everything was still like a little bit wild wild west that's crazy all right so this is what you put in the little box description you put um on my 22nd birthday i drove into a dui checkpoint with the full car and two friends in the trunk and then you messaged me you said there's more to it so let's hear it this is about 10 years ago so you know yeah you know we're uh pretty young you know (laughs) back in june of 2011 damn it's my birthday right so somebody was supposed to drive to the club right yeah and 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 whatnot next thing you know nobody was able to i was like all right you know what i'll drive there but somebody has to drive us all back yeah because you're planning on getting fucked up right is your birthday yeah and it's my birthday (laughs) but everybody knows how much of a you know nice guy i am so so the club that uh we were celebrating, it was called Stingery. It's now called Omnia, 7th Street near uh, San Diego downtown. So we parked at a parking lot. We're an hour, hour before the club was gonna open. And I still remember uh, the two bottles that I picked up, try to pre-fade my leader of Jack Daniels and uh, my friend <laughs> had like uh, some Grey Goose or something. So right during that time we were parking and just drinking. We ended up finishing the whole Jack Daniels, right? Once the club open, it was 9 p.m. At the club, I thought I was going to black out. I thought I was this close to blacking out. <laughs> Everybody was trying to buy me drinks in the club. Yeah, I was just drinking water and just dancing it off. And yeah. then, so until it closed, all my friends kept drinking. So for those four hours, I was pretty much sober. I was sobering up, just drinking water. Yeah. I didn't have a single drink in the club. As we were leaving, I was like, all right, guys, who's, who's going to drive? Nobody could drive but me. Fuck. Because everybody else kept drinking. Yeah, everybody got fucked up. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, dude, like you guys said it. You guys, somebody was gonna drive. You know, it's my birthday, but yeah, I was the only semi-sober one. As we left the club, we were walking to the uh, parking garage. We ran into two of my friends that was also at the club. And they, were, and they were like, hey, George, um, you think you give us a ride? Our friends left us. And I was oh, like, fuck. I have room for you guys, but only in the trunk. Fuck. <laughs> 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 you cannot make this up. And I'm a generous guy, dude. I'm always willing to like, yeah. like my friends. So I'm like, yeah, man, we had a good time. It was like, yeah, man, you guys just got to trunk it. And then they're like, yep, fuck it. And then um, 
we still had the empty bottles in the car, right? My buddies were like, George, let's just throw it in the trunk. We popped the trunk <laughs> to, put the, to, to put the empty bottles in. And, my, and then we put my two friends in the truck, right? I was like, all right, all right, let's go. As uh, we were driving out, you know, you have to take the freeway to, for me to go uh, to my parents' house. Yeah. And dude, I ran into the checkpoint. <laughs> I started shitting on myself. <laughs> what was going through your mind as soon as you saw the checkpoint? Were you like, oh, I'm going in or what? Dang. Um, I was like, I think I'm good. Because yeah. <laughs> cause, um, this is wild. Like I was saying, I didn't have a drink in the club. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, I'm good. I just, as we were approaching it, we're telling our friends to be quiet because we're <laughs> driving into a checkpoint. You guys, you guys don't make a noise. We're all dead. Or we're all getting arrested. <laughs> Once I got up, right, um, the officer uh, looked at me and he was like, hey, you guys, what are you guys doing? I was like, oh, it was my birthday. You know, we just went to the bar, had a couple drinks. This is where I kind of messed up, but I think it was towards my favor too. Yeah. You know what they say? They say always deny, right? Yeah, yeah. Deny, deny, deny. Deny. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't deny. Oh, fuck. What'd you tell him? He asked me, hey, do you guys have any drinks today? And I was like, yeah, all my friends did. He was like, how about you? And I was like, I had a couple beers, officer. And he was like, your, eye, your eyes tell me otherwise. <laughs> your eyes tell me you downed a bottle of fucking Jack. He pulled me out and like other two or three cops surrounded my car and then they pulled, all, pulled out all my friends yeah. and then they start searching that shit. Fuck. Why though? Like what was the suspicion? Just cause? Well, well, yeah, yeah. Cause you yeah. know, they're like, all right, this guy's they do, uh... Yeah, like you have a big group in the car and whatnot. Like, let's see if there's any like anything in the car. Yeah, yeah. Which I was like, Thank God, my friend put the empty bottles in my trunk. And he was like, all right, we're just gonna do some uh, sobriety tests. I was doing pretty good on the sobriety tests. And then he asked, um, just cause I was being respectful, like, you know, the way the way uh, I was responding to him, right? Yeah. And he asked me if I was um, in the military and whatnot. And I was like, no. So this is when, this was when I was going to San Diego State. Yeah. I was actually uh, in the ROTC program. Oh, army officers program. So I was gonna try. To, I was trying to be an officer, uh, an army officer. Yeah, yeah. He was like, "Are you in the military?" I was like, "No, no, sir, not yet." And he's like, "We mean?" He's like, "I'm in the officers program at San Diego State, sir." He said, "What branch?" He's like, the "Army, sir." He's like, "My army." And he's like, "All right, let's see how you do on this test." <laughs> <laughs> so we did all the tests. The first breathalyzer test, he he, he just looked at me. He did it right. Yeah. And then he did another one. And then he and then he looked at it and he was like, Hey, where wherever the fuck you're going, you fucking stay there. Get the fuck out of here. He knew you were drunk. I think he think he he knew that I was under the influence, but I was still good. Or good to go. Yeah, yeah. But he told me like, hey, how many how many stops you had to do? And he was like, um, maybe four, sir. And he's like, All right, wherever your first stop is. Just stay there. Yeah. Damn, dude, you got fucking lucky. Dude, it was freaking wild, man. It probably saved you that uh, 
that you were planning on going to the military right at that time uh, uh oh definitely because i uh yeah that guy was in the army so after that i just drove just drove home we were <laughs> so pumped up everybody was pretty much sober everybody's like fuck yeah <laughs> they can't stop us <laughs> like we're unstoppable <laughs> 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 that was the, that's probably one of the stories I like uh, haven't really told anybody. The only people that actually knew were the ones there. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh... yeah, don't drink and drive, man. <laughs> don't drink now, and drive. Man, I just I know so many people with DUIs. It's not even funny, yeah. but um, no, dude, that's it. That was wild. Yeah, that sounds wild. That's a good story. Thank you for sharing, man. I appreciate that. Even though, don't replicate that story. That was a good story. <laughs> hey but but one thing we're we're asking our guests before you go what's your current drink of choice so one that i i've actually been on one is uh i've been making uh whis whiskey mules pour two shots into your glass right yeah and then you put like a um half a shot of lime juice and then you crack open um some ginger beer and then you stir that shit throw some ice in it and I just like, it's it's like a, you know, I'm older now, I'm 32. Yeah. So um, it's an enjoyable drink. You know, you yeah, can yeah. sip on it, you still get the buzz. But, um, and the cool thing is uh, the ginger beer actually hydrates you. That's one thing that I like. So you don't get, uh, depends on how fast you drink it. But... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> George is a very experienced, spontaneous alcoholic, huh? Yeah, man. Growing up in San Diego, kind of forced to be, huh? It was wild, man. Thank you for coming on and, and taking the time to, to say your story, man. That was that was good. No, thank you, man. I really love what you got going on. And, um, dude, love the content. And and it's just, just kind of reminds you, sharing memories, you know, yeah. of just doing, like, you know, it could be dumb things or cool things, you know, and it just, you know, just brightens up my day. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. You're welcome, bro. All right, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right, peace. I hope you guys enjoyed that story as much as I did. Next up, we have Mr. Adam Martini Martinez. Adam! Can you hear me? Yeah, what's up? What's going on, man? How you doing? Good, how about you? Good, good, good. You're one of the winners of the competition I had yeah. <laughs> on the drunk stories. <laughs> so this is what you put in the little description box. I ran out of room. I need more room. I know, I know. I know, we'll, we'll get into that, but I just want to let the listeners know okay. what, what you put. I got alcohol poisoning on Halloween of my freshman year of high school, passed out in the street, ambulance picked me up, went to school and football practice the following day. So let's hear the full version. Pretty damn accurate in a, in a short condensed version, but the, there's details that are along the line that make it more interesting. All right, let's start from the beginning. So, so it was my freshman year high school. Um, at that time I, I was wilding. I was a young kid. I don't know. I was probably like 14, 15, 14, 15. Yeah. And it was the, the birth of uh, my alter ego, Martini. Yeah. yeah this is the, the, the origin stories of him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, it was Halloween night. So we were able to get some alcohol, some liquor. Yeah. I was with a group of people. And uh, back then, you know, when you're young, you, you don't know what you're really drinking. Yeah. You're just like, fuck, I'm trying to get drunk. Like whatever I can get my hands on, I don't know how quick, you know, I don't really, I'm not a real veteran in the drinking game. So I'm like just pounding and I'm, I don't really know how to pace myself yet. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I still don't, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
was this your first time like getting like blackout drunk no nah, like, no nah, and that's the funny part i had uh, yeah. my mom doesn't ever hear this but i had been drunk before like t- tons of time and i probably started drinking when i was like i don't know 13 oh shit yeah so so like it wasn't my first rodeo but this time i really took it way too far on accident Damn. like i I rode that horse right to the cliff and I went over it. <laughs> like it was bad. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we get our hands on whatever we can. And when you're young, you get like the cheap shit. Mad dogs. We had a bunch of mad dogs. I had a oh, bunch of mad dogs. Yeah. yeah, and everybody has a terrible mad dog story. Is it the you, 2020s? MD 2020? Yeah, the MD 2020. Oh, like, if, you don't have a bad, if you don't have a bad experience with those, I didn't grow up, uh, you know, having that type of childhood where you... <laughs> Something went wrong. Everybody has a horror story of those. Yeah, those MD 2020s, man. Those are those were the four loco before the four loco. Oh hell yeah, those are the grandfathers of the four loco for yeah. sure. They start. They they paved the way. <laughs> when I see them in the liquor store now, like I just I cringe and I I get sick. I'm like, oh, I can't even imagine drinking one right now. It's like over sugared Kool Aid with like some cheap ass vodka mixed in. Huh? Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. It's disgusting. But it's the but when you're that age, it's the only thing you can get your hands on. Yeah. You know, you don't, I mean, you don't have money. You don't know what you're really buying. And the bottles were real thin, you know, so you could hide them if you need to. Yeah, they, they fit nicely in a backpack or whatever you wanted. In your pockets, they, they could fit. Uh, they're very versatile. They yeah. hide it pretty easy. But I had, I had, so we had some Mad Dogs. I drank like a six pack probably. Yeah. A Corona, for sure. I remember that. We were sprinkling in some, uh, some Taka Vodka, which is also nasty. It's a plastic bottle of vodka. It's cheap. Ah. It's disgusting. But at that time, I don't know. I don't really know what I'm doing, you know, I'm, barely starting to, to get into the alcohol scene. So you just really, at that time, you get what you, you know, you get your hands, whatever you can get on, you get it and you drink it. Yeah. You don't even know how fast you're drinking it. You don't know how to mix drinks. You just drink it. <laughs> you don't ask no questions. You just fucking nah, Don't think, just drink. <laughs> don't yeah. think, just drink. That's a good, that's a good slogan. <laughs> yeah, I live by it too, too much. <laughs> uh, or right. drink till you stink. That's another good one. I like that one. Drink till you stink. But if you stink before you drink, there's a problem if you're stinking before you're drinking. <laughs> you got to look at your life. So we had all that, and I know I, I, I know I smashed a six pack quick. Yeah. And uh, and like when you're 14, 15, that should have been enough right there. But then I know for a fact I smacked at least one of the Mad Dogs really fast, and then I smacked another one. So I had like two in me. I mixed in with the Taka Vodka. That's a lot of alcohol. I could definitely uh, you know, put out a homeless man. <laughs> I really wasn't prepared for what was gonna happen. And it's Halloween yeah. night, so it's not unusual to be walking around that night. So, and it's probably only like maybe like six, seven p.m. Yeah, walking around cash. I'm at the point in a return. I can't come back now. Eventually, like uh, I just lost control of my body. I you know blacked out, passed out. But I passed out in front of a, a house. It had like a little. It had a pretty big yard and no fence. Now they have a fence, probably to prevent teenagers from passing out. There. <laughs> but there wasn't a fence there at that time. Yeah. It was just a big dirt path. Uh, I passed out there. I think even my ass might have been hanging out, like my because I was sagging my pants a lot, so my asses up like face down ass up one of those bums probably took advantage of you you don't even know who knows i had trick-or-treaters like stepping over me walking around me like i'm a decoration i was like damn <laughs> i'm just hearing people like he needs an ambulance and i there's nothing i could do about it i can't say no like my body i'm completely done i could just come in and out of conscious and i hear these things i heard this lady like saying he needs an ambulance next thing i know that they're loading me up in the ambulance um and i don't really remember too much but then later i wake up in the hospital i have no idea where i'm at like i'm i'm completely blacked out and all i know is i, I need to go to the restroom i need to take a piss right because my stomach's all bloated yeah, yeah what i didn't know is i already had the catheter in so they were already like draining me catheter in my uh am i free to say whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty much a catheter in my dick hole. <laughs> you know, like that's where that's where it goes in. The tubes in there, but I don't know. I can't really feel it. Like I'm all I'm all fucked up. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I remember telling like the nurses and like the doctor, whoever was in the room at the time. I was like, I need to go. I need to go pee. I need to go pee right now. You guys gotta let me up. 
because I felt so bloated. Like I could feel it like, you know, coming out, but I was like, I have to go. Yeah. And they're like, relax, you are going. And I was like, no, I need, you guys need to let me get up. Cause I, I'm just, you know, I'm not being reasonable. I'm, I'm a mess. I'm all fucked up. I don't know where I'm at. I'm getting aggressive. Like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and then, uh, and then eventually I think from what I always thought was, they probably thought it was like, let's teach this dude a lesson. So like, then we are going to let you go pee. That's what I remember them saying. Uh -huh. What they did was they ripped the damn catheter out. Yeah. And that hurt, man. That was the worst part of the ordeal was the catheter. Cause I couldn't take a regular piss for like a week. Oh. It hurt so bad. It felt like the way I would explain it was like a screwdriver, like in your pee hole. That's how it felt. I was like, oh yeah. shit. It, it burned so bad. It hurt so bad. It almost sobered me all the way up. <laughs> That's how bad that shit hurt. Like I literally like rose up out of the, the bed, like the undertaker. I was like, oh, <laughs> like that, that one hurt. They just whipped it out? Something like that. I mean, they had a procedure, but they were pretty rough because I was being unreasonable. So they, they were pretty rough with it. I don't think that's how they normally take it out. But yeah, that shit hurt bad. And then they let me walk to the restroom by myself, all fucking drunk. Fucked up. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm walking. I can barely walk. Like my body's like shutting down. I can barely walk. They're like, look at this dumbass kid. Yeah, pretty much. They're probably like laughing at me. Like, look at this idiot. And then I go to the restroom and it was the first time I'm trying to pee now on my own. And that's when I really felt the pain of the catheter, like that they ripped it out. And it was like burning, like I was like trickling. I couldn't, I couldn't have a full stream. It hurt too bad. Ugh. It was horrible. But then we end up getting discharged from the hospital, right? They take me home. And you know, my mom, my stepdad are real mad at me because uh, you know, I'm a big idiot. <laughs> I really, I really took things too far that time. And they're all mad at me. They put me in the bed and I go to sleep for a couple hours, right? Because yeah. at this time it's probably like one or two in the morning that I'm finally getting home. And in my mind, I like I wake up for school, like, oh, I gotta go to school. Like I gotta get to school before anybody notices anything. Like if everybody didn't already know anyway, yeah, like the yeah, entire yeah. school already knows it. It's a small school, so everybody's talking about it. Yeah. And everybody in the community is like this dumb drunk kid. So I get to school and everybody's just looking at me like, oh, like, I guess. That's cool. You got fucked yeah. up. Exactly. So I, I go in there, everybody wants to talk about it, like you know, everybody's cracking jokes, making fun. And I'm just trying to get through get a, the day. Did you get a hangover from that? Because oh, hell yeah. You oh, you did? Hell yeah. Like for like three days, like my oh, body was shaking. Yeah. yeah, it was terrible. It was bad. Real yeah, bad. I don't remember ever getting a hangover when I was like that young, but I didn't, I didn't ever get that fucked up. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was, I was bad for like three days. I say three days. Like my body was shaking. I had to shake. I just yeah. felt sick. You know, you know, when you're hungover, you just feel like shit. You just want to die and crawl in a hole. That's pretty much how I felt for like three days. Not only that, but then the embarrassment of everything. Like I, that was literally an embarrassing thing to happen. Yeah. And I'm a freshman, you know, it can be an embarrassing time, yeah. like in high school. So I try to get through the day and then they're like, hey, hey, coach Burke wants to talk to you. He knows. And I was like, oh shit. And I had been avoiding them all day. Cause I don't want to talk to him. You know, I don't want to yeah, face yeah, the music. Yeah. You got uh, a uh, breath and shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm still stinking <laughs> like a, like a hobo. Yeah, I get through the day and then I go to practice. I get around the corner. Like I'm, I'm there with my gear. Like nobody noticed anything. I'm going to go to practice and then all of a sudden i go face to face with burke he was waiting around the corner for me and he, he, he pulled me aside and goes come here dude and he's looking me right in the eyes he goes i should kick your fucking ass right now oh. and me i'm like 15 i'm like fuck this old man's gonna really kick my fucking ass right now <laughs> like in front of everybody's gonna kick my ass like, Did he let you practice? no nah, he's he like i was trying to go to practice but he's like you're off the team wow. and i was like damn and then like uh like he's like get your shit get out of here i went home and then the next day he's like oh well, you're back on the team but you're suspended for two weeks and i was like cool i can deal with that he's like but you gotta apologize to the team so then i had to apologize to the team oh. it's just it's embarrassing all around and like they're bringing me in yeah that's that's embarrassing and then the coaches are there like laughing because it's funny and then like i was fine in the end i was fine like it could have been serious but i was fine and uh coach uh, matt perez he's the one he's the one who who christened me he goes you're a martini now you're not martinez you're martini <laughs> and then uh, and then i've been writing i mean that's my alter ego since like, the aftermath of everything was so funny because like you know i got suspended for two weeks or whatever i had to deal with that 
But then years later, like it was always a topic, like I was coaching football and every Halloween I'd have to give the speech. I wouldn't tell them what happened. I was like, but I made a very bad mistake. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> like, do you guys don't go out and drink tonight? You got to relive it every year. Every year, yeah. Every, every year the Halloween comes around, I'm like, damn, it's like a, I remember like it's a holiday or something. I just, I should never have been touching that amount of uh, liquor that could wipe out a whole army if they wanted to drink that. It was, it was horrible, man. Like I, and then even to this day, I look at Mad Dogs, I'm like, oh, disgusted, like, <laughs> I don't even want to go down the same aisle they're in. Yeah, I think most people have a good story with the Mad Dog. With the Mad Dogs, for sure. Those, 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 things, uh, those things are undefeated, man. They put so many people on their ass, for sure. Yeah, the, the new generation, it's uh, Four loco, huh? The Four loco. that's yeah. what I grew up with. Yeah, and now it's Twisted Tea. The Twisted Tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, had, I had one the other day, I'm not even going to lie. Yeah? Hey, uh, we're asking everyone that's coming on and telling their stories. What's your drink of choice right now? Your quarantine drink of choice? Oh man, I've been drinking like a lot of tequila lately. Yeah, uh, just, it's tight. Man, I, so I've been going budget because because uh, if I'm just at home, like I don't need expensive tequila. Well, honestly, the tequila I've been drinking lately, I've been drinking the, the Rocks tequila, Terramana. Yeah, yeah, I've tried it. It's pretty good. It's not yeah. bad. But the price? I mean, shout out to Terramana. It's good. The Rock drinks it with everything, dude. He puts it with his French toes, fucking oh, yeah, ice cream. That. Yeah, I'm like, dude, come on. Terramana on the rocks. But he makes <laughs> it look good. Puts it in his protein. And the Rock is like my idol, so like, I'll, I'm down with that. I'm down okay, with that. I'll do it too. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, man, the Rock <laughs> is right. Whatever he's doing, I gotta do it too. Makes you yoke like him. I will. Yeah, I, I wish too. I'll be chugging that shit. <laughs> I have tons of bottles on deck. All right, Adam. Well, thank you for coming on and sharing your drunk story. Really appreciate it, man. Hell yeah, Edge. Thank you for having me. Talk to you soon. Sure. Let's do it again sometime. Yeah. I got, I got some yeah. other bonus stories for you later. All right. I'll get you on in person oh. on one of these episodes. Hell yeah. All right, Edge. All right, Adam. I think we all learned something from that story. Don't drink if you have football practice the next day. If you don't, you're good. Anyways, next up we have Mr. Aaron AP. Palacios. Can you see me? I can see your big old ugly mug. Can you see Bubba's fish tank in the back? Is there a shark in there? Brennan says yes, there's sharks. Alright, so you're one of the winners of the competition Drunk Stories. Any money? Any money prizes? No money prizes. This is oh. what you said. Shit in woods. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really told this story. Alright, let's hear it. Let's hear the full story. This is my freshman year in, uh, in college. So Oskaloosa, Iowa, we're in the middle of nowhere. If you can picture, say, a town or, yeah, a little town the size of Gonzales or Casherville in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the country, surrounded by corn. Gonzales wrestlers, we went to the football games. We did the tailgating. Beers are flowing. We go to the game, more beers, sneak in some beers to the game, drink some more beers, right? William Penn University got the dub, so... Of course, there's always an after party. Um, this after party was about, I want to say about three miles, three, four miles out of town. Yeah. So we're driving. We get there um, surrounded by corn. We're in the middle of nowhere. It's like hills have eyes or like a, a scary movie plot type shit. So there's this little house party in the middle of nowhere. Been drinking all day. So by this time, you know, we're feeling good. And uh, the more I drink, the more I'm like, okay, I'm not driving anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get a ride or something. And I'm like, well, if anything, I'll, I'll just walk. I can see the school. It's right there. I'll just walk if I have to. Yeah. 
later on, I'm to the point where you just want to go home. You got like 20 minutes to get home and pass out. And you know how that is, you know, when you get to that level. And so I started asking people, hey, could you give me a ride? And you know how it is. Oh, oh, we're still partying, you know, just hang on. Ask a few more people. Could you give me a ride to the school? I'm, I'm done. I'm toasted. And, uh, you know, everyone is just kind of, yeah, five minutes, wait five minutes. Well, I was at the point, like, I got to get home now or I'm passing out, throwing up something, you know? So I go, there's the school. Fuck it. I'm buzzed. I'm I'm drunk. I'm going for it. I'm just going to walk. The lights are right there. I can get there, you know? So, (laughs) so I start walking through the corn, (laughs) start walking through the corn. I'm seeing the lights. I'm walking, I'm walking. And I start hearing something like behind me. And I'm like, fuck, your mind, you know, your buzz, your mind starts going. You're in the middle of nowhere. All you see is the lights off in the distance. And I'm like, did someone, you know, Texas Chainsaw, back to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Did someone follow me in here? Is there a fucking animal out here? So I just start running. So I'm running for a good, you know, a good mile before uh, I fell into a creek. Oh, fuck. Pitch black, just straight. Running into the creek, <laughs> fall into the creek. I'm soaking wet. I somehow swim out of that thing. I'm like kind of laughing at myself for being scared and being drunk. And I kind of sober up from hitting the water. And was this in the winter or the summer? This is in the fall. Oh, it, so it started like, to get cold. Uh, yeah, it started. To, it was it was cold. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't it wasn't uh it wasn't a nice little dip. <laughs> <laughs> So that was funny on top, you know, so that was funny as shit. He swam out. He swam out. out. I had white Jordans on. I'm like, these are toast. They're gone. (laughs) Everything that I have on is completely done. So I'm kind of like laughing at my drunk self, like, you know, because it kind of woke me up. I'm like, fuck, I'm running. Fucking what the fuck am I doing? I'm in the middle of nowhere. I just took a fucking bath. So I start walking again. I start walking, just like kind of laughing at myself. And then I hear it again, like something's following me again. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. So I got scared all over again. And there's a forest, you know, like I can see it in the distance. And I go, if I get to that forest, I know there's a path in there because we used to run it on the wrestling team. We used to run the path in the forest. So I'm like, if I get to the forest, I'm fucking, I'm good. So I just fucking booked it to the forest. I'm on the trail, you know, walking in the trail. And then it's that time, you know, it's that. That night doo-doo time, you know, right before you go to sleep. And my stomach just hit me. And I'm like, damn, I got to go. And I can see the school. It's so close. It's probably about, I want to say, 500 feet or more than, you know. I can see my dorms. And I'm like, should I just try to mate? And I try and I, I can't. You know, my body's telling me, hey, every time this night you go doo-doo. So you got to go doo-doo time. Fucking now. So I try to walk. I can't make it. I'm just like, I got to go right now. So I, I found myself a little spot, took my doo-doo, took my night doo-doo, <laughs> used the leaves or fucking my sock, whatever was there. You shit. You just I had to go for it, bro. So And it was a wet shit at that because I was fucking all wet and everything. So it wasn't it wasn't clean. And <laughs> I got I eventually made it back to the dorms. I remember my I my RA saw me and he was like, "Are you all right, bro?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm good." You know, I was just happy I made it. But little does he know, you fell in a creek and shit the fucking woods. Yeah, that was a mission, but that's my story. I was thinking about it today, flashbacks. 
I recommend college for everyone. Good times. It's it's the shit. It's the shit, literally. We're asking everybody, before they go, what's your current drink of choice right now? My current drink of choice is probably those Odul Zeros. Heineken. Heineken's. Yeah, yeah, not the, Heine- not the Odul's, the Heineken's. Heineken Zero. Heineken Zero. I think the Odul's have a little bit of alcohol, and I try to be alcohol-free in January, so... Those are doing it for me. They taste good. They're perfect. Thanks for sharing your story. The listeners will definitely enjoy it. <laughs> All right, bro. Thanks for having me. All right. All right later. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. However, you're... <laughs> we really appreciate it. From the bottom of our heart, all of the support. Um, and uh, if you really enjoy it, or if you kind of enjoy it, or if you absolutely hate it, Leave a review anyways. It really helps us get noticed by new listeners and viewers. Um, with all that being said, if you have another, if you have a drunk story that you think might be pretty good, let us know via IG and possibly you'll be featured on one of the next episodes. Um, we got more content coming out for you guys. Stay tuned. That's it. Thank you for listening again. Thanks for watching. I'm out. Until next time.